What's up, everyone, and welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we'll be going over Super Wild Card Weekend predictions. Um, and you know, sorry we got this out a little bit later than uh, usual. Uh, we I was moving back into my apartment for college and all that. So, but we're here now. We're here before the games start, so we have a track record of. Uh, us predicting the games before the games, but yeah, Houston, you uh, good to go with this? Yes, sir. Good to jump into it. All right, awesome. We've been waiting for this all year. Houston is 10 games ahead of me. It doesn't look like I'm getting a comeback here. Uh, What's the score? You're up by 10. Well, don't we start in the playoffs? We can if you want to. Uh, yeah, let's do that because then what's the point of continuing to do the record? So let's start over. All right. Alright, so yeah, we'll get so into I won the regular season, what was my record? 173-98-1. And what was yours? 163-168-1. I think I've won, what, three years in a row? Yeah. I think I won yeah, every year. The thing year. is, I had my best year last year, where I only missed like 70 games. That was very impressive. Annoying. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of upset. I just did not, did not have a good year this year. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll get, yeah, let's jump into this first game. NBC 430. We have the Raiders and Bengals. Houston, mm-hmm. I'll give this one to you first. Who do you have? I, I it, there's a lot of good games this weekend, a lot of rematches that, we gonna, that we're going to see this weekend. Mm-hmm. I've got the Raiders. Um, i got the Raiders simply because – you know, you look at the Bengals, you look at what the Bengals did uh, the, the last two weeks, week 16 and 17, they were, I mean, phenomenal. They hit, like, such a a peak of, of where they were at, and then they rest, all right, in week 18. And I hated that because you're, they're, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon, all, the, all the, the core of that team and that offense, everybody was hitting their stride. Everybody was starting to like really find themselves and find their group, and then you just stop it. And so now they've had this entire week, plus this week leading up to this game, right, where they haven't had a game to play. And I, I don't like when you do that, but versus the Raiders, they've had to win the last two weeks. They beat the Colts, and then they beat the Chargers, two playoff-caliber teams that most people would argue are better than the Raiders, and the Raiders beat them, all right? So... To me, the Raiders are really hot right now. I don't know if they're going to like make it all the way to the Super Bowl, but the Raiders are hot, and they get a favorable matchup. I know they lost to the Bengals earlier in the year, but the game was pretty close for a while until the Bengals finally were able to break it open. And I think what the Raiders can do on defense, getting pressure um, to the quarterback, if they can start to kind of play a little bit better coverage, you know, they're I know they got good guys back there on coverage, but sometimes you know they can get beat, you know, at times and whatnot. So. Um, Purely because of the scheme that they're playing, really. Um, that mm-hmm. Seattle, um, that cover three Seattle scheme that Gus Bradley's been doing forever now. So I think if they can get pressure on Joe Burrow, make them uncomfortable, and that offense can actually continue to run the ball the way they've been and pass the ball the way they've been and spreading the ball around, I, th- I think the Bengals, or the uh, Raiders, excuse me, win this game 24 to 20. Yeah, I get. I've been talking about picking the Raiders all week. This one's hard for me. I agree with you. I think one thing sitting them, and you know they're going to come out slow, but what if they come out hot instead? 
you know, then honestly, I think the Bengals are a Super Bowl caliber team if they come out like they were the last two weeks. This is hard. Because uh, the thing is, like, you're talking about the Raiders are going in with a lot of mojo. Mm. I, I don't know. And the thing is, the both of them are very hungry for a playoff win. Both of them are very similar teams, in my opinion. They're very similar. Um, the question is, who's going to have the better, who's going to make the better defensive play? In this game. And I'm going to have to go with the Raiders. I think the Raiders have a little bit better of a defense. I think they're going to get pressure on Joe Burrow. I think they're going to look to double team Jamar Chase. Uh, I'm hoping they don't put Casey Hayward on Jamar Chase. Because he was struggling against another physical receiver. Mike Williams. In uh, that season finale. Um, I just... I, I, I like the Raiders. My my thing is, I think the Bengals have a great shot winning. This is going to come down to the wire, but the I don't know. The Raiders are just hitting on all cylinders right now, and they're they're not winning pretty, which gives me some hope because sometimes when teams blow out other teams, they gain this like extra confidence, like they don't need the work or they get maybe too complacent a little bit when they get into the postseason. The Raiders have been barely winning th- these last two games, and. For them to – and it, it's just like a maybe it drives them a little more like they're a little bit hungrier than maybe when you see teams get in when they're blowing teams out and all that. So I, I like the writers in this one. Um, so we'll move on here. CBS, 8-15, we have the Pats and the Bills. I'm going with the Patriots on this one. I am. I'm going with the Patriots on this one. And I know Matt Jones hasn't played the best. In the last couple, like, like the last quarter of the season, especially after that Colts loss. Mm-hmm. But the Bills' run defense has been not good. And I think if the Patriots can run down their throat, and we, we know how Bill Belichick schemes. I, I like I, I trust Bill Belichick more. And also, Brian Dable, I'm still not the biggest fan of him. I know they're running the football just a tad bit more, but a lot of it's Josh Allen hero ball, and you don't really see a lot of hero ball against the Bill Belichick defense. So I, I, I like New England in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one, but I like New England. I like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I, I think Buffalo is uh, the better team. I think Josh Allen, of course, is the X factor. I, look, I, I get it. A lot of people can't play hero ball against against Belichick with the way he plays defense. You know, he really tries to contain what you do best. Mm-hmm. And what they do best is Josh Allen making stuff up, improvising, and pushing the ball down the field, right? But, I mean, we saw the last time they played, Josh Allen uh, was, I mean, he was making some crazy throws. I mean, it was, he was really just, I mean, the, the Patriots were in perfect positions, and Josh Allen is just sitting there, like, throwing dimes, right? And it's just hard for me to think that the Bills, they had there's so much on the line in this game, right? Because... You're not just playing another playoff team that could beat you. Like, if they played the Raiders and the Raiders were hot and they beat them, it's like, man, that sucks. Like, that's not – it is what it is, right? But the, if the Patriots beat you, you know, like, all these Bills fans are going to be like, man, like, I thought we escaped the turmoil and, and the heartache from Tom Brady beating us all the time. Mm-hmm. How we have this great franchise quarterback, one of the best in the league, and now we're still losing? So – I, I just think there's too much on the line for the Bills. I, I think the Patriots, I think Matt Jones has been struggling a little, little bit lately. I think he's hit the rookie wall. Um, he hasn't looked the same over the past um, several weeks of the season. 
and that's normal, right? That's not an, indic- an indictment on him or saying that he's going to be bad. Like, it's just a lot of people hit the rookie wall. Mm-hmm. Some of them hit it early, some, and then they find their groove late. Some of them find their groove in the middle and hit it late, which is what he did. And, um, you know, I, I think he's going to play fine. He's played fine all year, but I, I think it's really going to be dependent upon the Patriots' running game to take over. And if the Patriots start to get into a shootout with the Bills, the Bills are going to win this football game. But if they can keep the Bills low-scoring – run the football and control the clock, just like the Colts did against them, just like the Jags did against them, just like any team that's beaten the Bills has been able to do. Um, if you can prevent a shootout, right, the Bills will lose. But if there's the shootout, in my opinion, the Bills are going to win because Josh Allen can just start to go throw for throw with anybody, and Matt Jones is not going to go throw for throw with Josh Allen. So mm-hmm. I got this game being 31-23. Um, to 23 All right. Yeah, mine's a little bit more low scoring. I got like 23-17, 23-20. I think it's going to be like, it's gonna be a field goal type of game uh, or one score type of game. So, yeah, we'll move on here to the Sunday games. 1 p.m., Fox. Eagles, Bucks. Houston, who do you have on this one? Man, you know how bad I want to pick the Eagles. <laughs> you know how bad I want to pick the Eagles because uh, I, really, I really feel – I had this gut feeling that they could upset the Buccaneers. Like, I really had this gut feeling um, that they could be the team to upset them. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I've got Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I've, got it in a, I've got it in a very close game. I've got it in a uh, in a 23-20 to 20 kind of game. I think it comes down to, like, a Tom Brady driving down the field field goal. And it's like, oh, shoot. Like, mm-hmm. I gave him too much time. And he's gonna, I mean, hey, look, early in the season – Right, if we look at the um, the Eagles and the Buccaneers game, I remember it being close for a while. I forget what the final score ended up being. Uh, no, uh, the, oh, Bucks were blo- the, the, the Bucks were blowing them out, and then the Eagles That's worked right. their way back into the game. My yeah. my thing is, though, I have the Bucks winning, too, uh, barely, but the Bucks have no Chris Godwin, no Antonio Brown. Who yeah. is the other throw to? Just Mike Evans. And then, obviously, Rob Gronkowski, but Rob Gronkowski – you get hurt walking onto the field. Uh, the Eagles, nobody has saw the Eagles' defense as a legitimate defense. They're a top 10 defense in the NFL right oh, now. Oh, they're a legit defense. A legit. And Absolutely. the one thing that scares me about this Bucks team, especially protecting Tom Brady, is the interior defensive or an interior offensive line. And the Eagles match up well. When you look at this Bucks team, every time they lose, they're getting dominated inside that interior at the guard and center positions. Um, and, you know, obviously you can't help out like that. Uh, like you can with a tight end with a tackle. You can chip a DN. You can't do that with a guard. You, they're just going to have to get beat, and it doesn't it doesn't bode well for Tom Brady. On the other hand, I just don't see the Eagles offense right now putting up more than 24 points on this defense. That's my issue. Because I think the Bucks are going to get to like 27 or 24. The question is, can the Eagles score more than three touchdowns in this game? That's going to be my question, and I don't know if they will. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else for this game? Because you're going to have to have Jalen Hurts yeah. to back and fill the football because – what the Eagles do really well, the Bucks defend almost better than anyone in the NFL, and that's mm. that's run. The run defense for the Buccaneers is insane, right? I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's it's 
Um, it's one of the best in the league. I mean, those guys in the interior uh, swallow up holes and make it very hard for you to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got fast but, linebackers that yeah. Do the can linebacker. spy. Yeah. And uh, White. Well, Levante David, he might still be out. Let me look it up real quick. I don't know if he's coming back yet. But, um, but yeah, like with the Eagles, look, the best thing they do is run the football. So you're going to have to trust that Jalen Hurts can sit back there and, and throw some throw the football a little bit because I agree if they can't get more than three touchdowns I mean I think the 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 Buccaneers definitely score um at least three if not close to three touchdowns and you're gonna have to have the the Eagles really start to put on an offensive clinic uh throwing the football and I just don't know if that's going to be capable or possible Uh, so that's why I had to near 320 yeah looking at Levante David in my computer like having issues like we were earlier um Uh, they're questionable. Yeah, it's questionable. So, uh, game time calls is what they're calling it. Him and Leonard Fournette, which uh, me and Leonard Fournette, it's it. He's a good. He's a great. He's been great for them, but he's he's not as big of a you know key player to what having four legit wide receivers on your team is. So uh, that still that still doesn't. I don't know, this game's going to be close, though. It's going to be a fun game uh, to watch, but I think Tom Brady's going to prevail in it. So we'll move on here. We got 4.30 Sunday, CBS. We got the 49ers, and we got the Cowboys. The first time they played since the infamous Deion Sanders pulling Mar- or Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin's arm down in the NFC Championship that prevailed, uh, that propelled uh, Steve Young to his only Super Bowl win as a starting quarterback. So, Houston, I'm going with San Francisco on this one. I think San Francisco has it. Uh, Cowboys have not played like a playoff team these this last half of the season, uh, in my opinion. They just benefited from having, I think, their last six games being division games and than Wayneham in probably the worst division in the NFL. And mm-hmm. the 49ers have been playing like one of the best teams in the NFL. And I, I just like the 49ers in this one. I think the 49ers are going to carve up that defense. And, uh, yeah, it just depends on how Dak and, you know, these players play. It honestly just depends on that. If they play well, we'll see. Uh, if they play well on offense, I think they'll make it a game. But I, I just like the 49ers in this one. Yeah, I've got the Cowboys. I was this is the game I was thinking about all week long, you know, like who's gonna win this game? Like I'm just like so this is like the game I think everybody's struggling with the most. Because most people I think you can agree with like I mean probably the Raiders and Bengals, but like you know, most of the games most people I think are pretty confident who they are picking to win. But this one everyone I I feel like is not as confident, right? But I got the Cowboys simply because Defense wins championships. And the Cowboys' defense is legit. All right? You've got a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo for the 49ers who, if he doesn't turn the ball over, right, that offense starts to roll. But we have seen some issues sometimes where he can turn the ball over. And once he turns the ball over once, it usually tends to happen a couple a couple more times, you know, one or two more times after that. And you've got the best ball hawk corner in the league, right? And, he, and that's right. He, I know everybody thinks – Trayvon Diggs is overrated and all this kind of jazz. 
But if you really look at it, he is a big risk corner. Mm-hmm. He bites on the football, he goes for the ball, and it gets him in trouble a lot. Debo Samuel will have a couple big plays against Trayvon Diggs, in my opinion. But it's really going to come down to, in the red zone, can they execute, can they capitalize? And Micah Parsons is such a force to be reckoned with. I mean, so many times I've seen Cowboys games this year because they're always on TV, where Micah Parsons comes up with a big play when the Cowboys need him to. Like, I mean, even in the Chiefs game that they lost, I mean, they needed a flip and they needed a play. Michael Parsons comes in and strip sacks Patrick Mahomes and they recover it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal football player. And I just think this Cowboys defense is going to get them um, the victory. I think they're going to come up with a couple of big turnovers and give the short field to their offense, which the offense will capitalize on. And I think this ends up being uh, 33 to 27. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel this game ends. Yeah, uh, I I like it. I like it. Thirty-one, thirty. Uh, last second touchdown by the 49ers. I think Jimmy G redeems himself from the uh, collapse over in uh, ten and over in Nashville and Tennessee after that pitiful game that he had in that game. But yeah, we'll move on. We got eight fifteen Sunday NBC. We have Pittsburgh. We have Kansas City. Is this Big Ben's last game? Houston, who do you have? Yes, it is Big Ben's last game. Mm-hmm. Now, again, just much like the Eagles and the Bucks, I think this game could be a close game. I think this defense, I think they're going to get after it. We've seen the offensive blows from the season, right? Hit a little high peak. And they, you know, they hit a little high point in the season. We're like, oh, the Chiefs are back. But since then, you know, they've been they've been good, but they haven't been what we're used to seeing, like just this explosive firepower. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they're finding their way to be a more of a methodical offense and pushing the ball down the field and not having to take big shots every time. But I think this Steelers defense could really keep them in the game for about the first half. But my concern is offensively, running the football, the Steelers are not efficient. And throwing the football, I mean, it's it's we've seen it. Big Ben is not going to be able to like pass this ball right. This is not 2015, 16, even 17. Big Ben, where he's like just darting things around the field with Antonio Brown and Love Bell back there. It's just not going to happen, and that's unfortunate. I would love to see Big Ben get this win and go on this like crazy like last little like um, you know upset victory to end his career. I just don't see it happening. Um, ultimately, I see the Chiefs pulling away late in the game after a close first half. I see this being 34-13. to 13. I, th- I see it just be starting to be a blowout towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I got Pittsburgh. Wow. I got, I'm riding hot on the Big Ben, Jerome Bettis train here. Uh, or actually, it's a bust. That would have been more, uh, more of a pun in that. But, dude, I'm... Um, I'm all in on the Steelers right now. I'm all in on the Steelers. And do, are, the, do, are they probably going to lose? Yes. But I'm, I'm all in on the Steelers. And a lot of it has to do with that defense. That defense is phenomenal. And Mike Tomlin, a phenomenal head coach. I don't see him getting blown out again like this. And honestly, Big Ben, like yes, the Cleveland game last year was terrible. But he usually steps up in the playoffs, and I don't see another bad performance like that, another performance that sloppy 
in the postseason again by the Steelers, they're going to make this a game. They're going to make this a game. And honestly, Kansas City, outside of that Tennessee AFC Championship game, they don't perform well or as well as they should in the playoffs. Uh, If you go back to the Houston Divisional round before the Tennessee game, they were losing 21 to nothing to start that game. Uh, if you go back to even the last year's games, um, I'm blanking on who the divisional round was, but AC Championship, they didn't play that well in that game. Uh, I thought Buffalo kind of lost that game toward the end of it. Um, I'm blanking on who they played. Oh, they played Cleveland last year. Cleveland lost, I think, Cleveland fumbling on the, fumbling on the goal line, having a touchback. Uh, you know, allowing Chase Daniel or not Chase Daniels, uh, Chad Henney to run for 20 yards for almost a first down. You know, that's just losing football. I don't like Chiefs don't really show up in the postseason. We look at the Super Bowls, don't really show up until the fourth quarter in both of them. And then the Tampa Bay one, you're, you're just playing a great team at that point, and you're not going to get anything going. Yeah. I like the Steelers in this one. I don't think Kansas City is going to have performance they are. Unless it comes down to the fourth quarter, but going to the fourth quarter, I can see this game at like a stalemate at like seventeen seventeen. And honestly, it it's just gonna come down to if TJ Watt can make a big play or Joe Hayden or somebody can make a big play and or Pat Mahomes is gonna make a big play. And honestly, I think the Steelers are just a little bit more hungry at the moment, trying to get Ben his last uh trying to get Ben to the Super Bowl for one last time. Okay. Yeah. And- so we'll move on. We got Monday night. I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's so stupid. Uh, because what? one the the Monday night game. It's we got ESPN eight fifteen. We got Cardinals Rams. This game is. I I don't like this. This get this is, this is stupid because if one of these teams loses in the next round, that's going. Uh, you know how bad that that's gonna look so stupid because you're gonna look like you have them more fatigued than the other teams. And there's a possibility this team is gonna be playing arrested Green Bay. So it doesn't make any sense to me. No. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's no logical sense. Um it, this Monday whole Monday thing is just stupid. Uh but here's who do you have in this one before I go into right here about this Monday night playoff game. No, I, I think it's stupid too. I think it should have been just like last year. Three on Saturday, three on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Have a weekend full of football. We don't need yeah. if, if ESPN wants it desperately so bad, tell them to call a game on Saturday like they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Just I, I don't I, I agree. I don't think I don't like it. But if we're gonna talk about this game, I got mm-hmm. the Rams. I got mm-hmm. the Rams in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals have you know I know they put together the win against um, the Cowboys right and the Cowboys. And they barely beat the Cowboys, and the Cowboys played bad. You know, they lose to the Seahawks, beat the Cowboys, lose to the Colts, lose to the Lions, lose to the Rams, uh, beat the Bears, beat the Seahawks, right? So they, uh, and then they lost to the uh, Panthers earlier then. They lost to the Packers. And once that lost to the Packers, they've only won one, two, three games, four games since then. And uh, it just, I, I just don't see the Cardinals being able to, like, all of a sudden just, like, turn everything on and just, like, go crazy against the Rams. 
Look, I know the Rams lost against the 49ers last week. I know the 49ers, um, you know, that, that was a win-and-you're-in game, right? And the 49ers just made a couple bigger plays and, and got in. And if you look at the Rams, I think the Rams are – like, Cam Akers is back. Tony Michelle really started to hit his stride with his team. I mean, had, like, almost 900 yards rushing this year. And half the season, he wasn't even utilized that much. Mm-hmm. So, I really believe that the Rams in this game are the better football team, right? I believe that they are the, the team that is more equipped to win in the playoffs. I think Matt Stafford is going to finally win a playoff game. I think he's going to finally get over that hump. And then we'll see what happens when he plays his old division rival in Aaron Rodgers next week with the way I've got it shaken out. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I've got the Rams uh, winning this game. I would say... 33 to 24. Yeah, I I get the Rams in this one too. I picked Arizona initially and scratched it out. Uh and a lot of that had to do with D Hop not playing. Um and like you said, uh, honestly since D Hop has been injured, their offenses look so pitiful. It's looked terrible and I think a lot of it has to do they're not adjusting to anything midseason. They're not adjusting at all. They're just like, "Oh, we're going we're going to continue to pass the ball." 80% of our plays, we're not going to do – it's just it's stupid, it's stupid offense, in my opinion. I'm not – someone who covered air raid offense, there's a lot of holes um, in the air raid offense, and a lot of it comes down to not running the football enough, in my opinion, uh, and not not doing enough in the, in the ground game. And like you said, the Raiders – the Raiders, not the, not the Raiders, but the Rams – Rams are just playing really good football at the moment. They did have they they played really good football first half against the 49ers, and they kind of let the game go a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know. My whole thing is about is Matthew Stafford. How is he going to play? Because once you get that first playoff win, you you start to see people play a lot better after mm-hmm. that first playoff win. I don't think he'll perform well. I think this game's going to be a little bit closer than what people think. But I, I like the Rams in this one. I think this one's probably going to be more boring, the most boring game, I think, of the weekend, okay. in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's, uh, that wraps it up. Uh, you know, uh, let me go over who our seeding is, Houston, real quick, for who we have in the division around and see if we get see if we get any of these games right here. Um, so, so the division around in the AFC, we have Tennessee – they would be playing in Houston's bracket. They would be playing the Raiders. In my bracket, they would be playing New England. Okay. And then the other matchup would be in the divisional round would be Houston would have Buffalo and uh, Kansas City. I would have uh, New England and Pittsburgh is okay. who I would have. And then on the NFC side, Houston, you would have – Green Bay and the Rams, like you just said. Um, I would have Green Bay and San Francisco and then Tampa Bay and the Rams. That would be a fun matchup. And then you would have Tampa Bay and Dallas, um, which would probably be more beneficial for Tom Brady if he had to go up against uh, Dallas than Los Angeles. But, yep. yeah, uh, that yeah, that wraps it up here. That's our, those, I guess those are going to be our divisional matchups, Houston. We'll see who's right and who's wrong. But thank you all again for listening. Make sure to like, share, 
uh, you know, comment. Make, uh, we're always open to more suggestions and how to make this podcast more enjoyable for you all to listen to. Make sure to follow Houston and me at, at Houston at our Varsity Journey 55, me at underscore Sparky underscore four on Instagram. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Spark Talk. Make sure to follow the podcast at, on Twitter uh, on, at Spark Talk 2. And Houston, I'll let you do the uh, outro here. The kick us kick us off uh, wild card weekend. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, playoff football—it's always one of the most and most enjoyable weekends for me during the football season. Even if you know my team isn't in it or what whatnot, like it's just usually you get some of the best quality football. I think there's a lot of really good games. There's a lot of rematches that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to see a lot of uh, a, a big chess match this weekend. Um, so I, I'm very excited for it. I hope you guys are too. Thank you guys for listening so much. And until next time, y'all. Peace. See you.